BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach with me, Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz, and Ann Kennedy, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we're serial entrepreneurs. We help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at OutlinesVenture.com. So, welcome, Ann. Hi, Jillian. How are you today? Doing great. Just getting past Web Summit in Dublin. That was an amazing experience, wasn't it? Wow. 42,000 people invading one little corner of Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Increased the city size by, what, 10%, something like that? I have like no that. idea. But it seemed like they took a small city and stuck it in a city and took it away a week later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, what's more, apparently 41,000 people watched the events on streaming who couldn't get there. Wow. And what's more, 60,000 startups applied to be there, of okay. which only 2,000 made the cut. So, but I'm ahead of myself. Um, how do you describe Web Summit? Web Summit is kind of like the World's Fair for startups and VCs. There were a thousand VCs there. We mm-hmm. were told uh, 1,200 press uh, covering the VCs and the startups. And of all of this going on, was just a massive amount of pitching, wheeler dealing, and um, connecting. Yeah, And it was a marvelous thing to see. Uh, there were tremendous all sorts of name people doing sessions. Dan Brown, from you know, uh, the author from uh, Bill Ford, from Ford Motor Company, and oh my goodness, just all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. The fellow that started Tinder did the right. uh, thing. So it mm-hmm. was just full of um, opportunity. Um, we're glad we went, but why would you advise other people to go? 
Well, I think you spoke right when you said it was like a World's Fair. Um, rather than being a single event, which would be totally overwhelming, and it was anyway, um, it was broken up into a different kinds of summits. So there was an investor summit, for example, and the investors took off and did their thing. And even in the investor summit, there was a you know, an enclave inside that of the really big wheelers and dealers so that not every angel investor gets into that. So, yeah, there's an awful lot of case system going on here, but it also helps people uh, from all over the world to meet their peers. There were uh, summits around um, education, around uh, video, around all kinds of different subjects. So, again, you weren't just in um, one massive conference, but you were kind of attending smaller conferences, and then there was crossover. So that was very interesting. I enjoyed going to see the other summits, if you will, um, from the you know place where we were hanging out. I enjoyed seeing the pitches, certainly from the different stages. And that in particular, I think, was perhaps um, you know one of the big pieces. Only a few companies got to pitch from any stage, and then, of course, the best of the best get to the top. And that's an intriguing process, because it's not really just a regular pitch, is it? Not at all. And when you start with 60,000 companies mm-hmm. applying to be there, and that comes down to uh, just, I think it was 2,141 that were yeah. finally selected to have booths to exhibit there. Right. And then from that, 200 were selected to do pitches. And so there's obviously a very strong jury system uh, mm-hmm. going on into deciding who are the most interesting companies um, that will get an opportunity to be featured in front of everybody else. Right. But I also noticed that there were quite a few uh, attendees trolling their businesses mm-hmm. through there as well, which That's was true. interesting. People mm-hmm. who hadn't made the cut, who just came anyway. And I right. think the tickets aren't terribly expensive to go. No. It's a bit no. more if you if you uh, are chosen to um, present and, and to exhibit. Right. Well, to exhibit, it's about 2000 bucks, And for that, you get three or maybe even four people from your company to go. And you get, I don't know, some foods and whatnot. By the time you're done, you have barely covered the cost of that for the three days that you're there. Um, and then, of course, the night events and so on, which are also included. So it's really uh, barely... A uh, cost wash for that. So you could think of it as, if you will, free. Um, so there really is a cut. They do want to get what they call the most exciting companies on the planet. And therein lies the question, what makes a most exciting company on the planet? But that second question is, what does it take once you get selected to pitch? What does that pitch look like? Because it sure is not the same as either pitching to angels or pitching to VCs in a quiet room. Well, Funny you should ask, because mm-hmm. I went to the finalist pitches. They, they went from 200 to 40 to 6, mm-hmm. and over three days of pitching. Um, the first pitches were on very small stages, sort of in the middle of all the melee, with a, maybe, I don't know, 50 people gathered around in front mm-hmm. of it, uh, watching the pitches. and then But the final pitches were on the center stage, which was a big stage with colored blocks all over it and the sliding screen at the backdrop that the uh, entrepreneur would walk out of to rock music, you know, mm-hmm. with the invisible headsets. I mean, it was very it was, Ted. Right. Very it was, Ted. It was quite a show. And yeah. I think that's the killer piece yeah. on the first part, right? This is not a pitch as if you would pitch in a small room to VCs who are going to ask you tough questions. This is a show, and you need a showman to get up there and make that pitch. Um, somebody from your team who's got some real 
presence and style. It's got to get out there and rock that audience. So it's kind of um, uh, it's a popularity contest, if you will, but it better also have some serious meat under the hood. So tell us a little bit about the meat under the hood. What did that look like? Well, what I noticed, what I discovered looking at uh, the, the six winning pitches on the big stage with all of the flash and dazzle, they all had the same elements. And this was really, really interesting to me because we'd watched lots of pitches, you and I, mm-hmm. and we've even done a show about perfect pitch, and we watched a lot of pitches there. Yep. And what I came out, they all had um, essentially a structure of six points on there uh, that were presented, yes, by a showman, although I have to say a couple of them did look a little nervous, you know, mm-hmm. deer in headlights. I mean, mm-hmm. they were in front of roughly 4,000 people mm-hmm. in this packed hall with the lights flashing and the, and the uh, superstars' uh, judges there to mm-hmm. ask them questions afterward. But they, um, they all had six, six elements. The first one, everyone opened up with describing the problem, and they globalized the problem that they were going to solve. The second one was they demonstrated what the solution to the global problem that they were going to solve was. The third thing, right there, number three, my favorite, they discovered, they described what is the dis- distribution problem uh, program. How are they going to get this in front of the uh, customers? And right after that, what was the pricing and how easy was it to buy this product? And then... The, after that, all in a group was uh, revenue, and they all had paying customers. This was across the board with these winning pitches. Everyone had begun to sell their product. They had paying customers, and then, of course, they could show traction and growth in their revenue and their paying customers. So these were um, the main elements they were put forth first before describing the team and its experience. In fact, most of the winning pitches just sort of had a slide at the end, said, oh, here's my rock star team, and blink, it was gone, you know, in the last four or five seconds. And we forgot to mention that every one of these pitches, they were only allowed four minutes. Yes. And then they had three minutes of questions from the judges, and that was from the beginning with the 200 right through to the final six, and it had to be the same pitch every time. They Mm -hmm. couldn't change their pitch as they came into the finals, but they only had the four minutes, and that was that. And I watched as they get to their team and their engineers, and it would be like maybe they had four seconds, and that was all. Mm -hmm. That's all it took. So if you think about it, it's a perfect exercise in marketing. Yes. Define the problem, name the solution, and tell how you're going to distribute it and show that you have already done so. Don't even try to enter the door if you haven't done these things. I totally agree, and so many of the startups we talk to, even those with extraordinary potential, um, do not know how to boil down what it is that they do in just a few moments. Remember, we used to call it the elevator pitch. It's that first seven seconds. Um, critical when you have four minutes to play. Um, I would also say that the practice of doing this, even if you're never going to pitch from a stage, but you're only going to pitch to uh, an angel or a uh, VC in a small room or a few of them in a small room, it would be a really good idea to prepare a four-minute deck. And here's why. If you can, and this is one of my favorite things, right? It's, it's a Winston Churchill story, and, and he was the one who said, if you know your subject well enough, you can say it in a short period of time. If you don't, you will ramble, and it takes longer. Every time you ramble, you lose that trust factor. 
you lose the comfort factor, and then you lose the trust factor. So don't be thinking while you're explaining it to the people you want to raise money from. Think it through before, ramble before, figure it out, and spend the time to practice. We talk a lot about doing the things that are important for CEOs or C-level teams. That's what's important, right? You've got to practice it first, and that's what's going to move your needle. Uh, so many CEOs just don't do that. Well, let's take a break now so our sponsors can have a couple of words with our wonderful listeners, and uh, we'll come back and tell you a little bit more about Web Summit. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm here with my partner, Ann Kennedy. We're talking about Web Summit and the learnings we got about how to pitch and how to really tighten it down. So, Ann, you were talking about specifically the six things that were all part of the pitch of the people who uh, made it to this uh, you know, tight stage of 4,000 people and the big rock star lights and the music and the whole bit. Let's dig in a little bit, right? Describing the problem. I know it was slide number one, and it always is, and it is even in a longer pitch, right? How long do they actually take on the problem relative to things like what's the solution and then the distribution channel? Actually, not long. Yeah. Um, again, like Winston Churchill, they were able to sum it up quickly. One of the winning um, uh companies was a company that essentially does a Fitbit for cows. Mm -hmm. um, they explained that the one of the things affecting world hunger was that there was not an efficient way to make uh, understand herd health in 
mm-hmm. and agriculture uh, for farmers, and right. that was the problem. You know, mm-hmm. and they're going to end world hunger. And by the way, they ended on that too. It's always mm-hmm. powerful. Then say we're going to end world hunger by making the farms more efficient and uh, tracking herd health. But getting on to how the solution worked was really the next thing that that they spent more time on that. Mm-hmm. But again, explained it in very easy to understand terms. In so wait, the the solution. The solution was actually a demonstration, wasn't it? More or less. Yep. Yes. And that's the killer piece. I know we've often heard that it's kind of a, a was it problem, solution, demo? Solution is demo. And that tightened it up. When you only have four minutes, again, that's part of your thought process. How can I tighten this up? So it really is a problem. And then you demonstrate what a solution could look like. So let's take the herd health guys again because they uh, they won. <laughs> so that was a good thing. Um, as they went through their solution, did you get to see screen captures? Did you get to see kind of images of the farms? Uh, how did this guy decide to make his backdrop happen, and how did he describe what was going on? Screen captures, largely. Yeah. Um, uh, pictures of a herd, of course. You know, yeah. one of the things you want in that kind of setting where the screen is, you know, Eurovision style, it's huge, mm-hmm. you want uh, images that really... Are have impact and right. and so there were pictures of cows, you know, because right. we're talking about herd health for um, mm-hmm. dairy cows, and so there were pictures of cows, of course, but within the same image was a screen capture of what the information looked like to the farmer and how simple it was. Farmers did not have to have degrees in geek to be able to use right. these. They, so. Again, I would say one of the pieces that we saw that everybody had was the fact that they had um, a, a really good user interface, a user interface that was so simple that you could understand it from the audience level, even if you, one, weren't in the industry, two, weren't going to be a user, and three, had never seen it before. Yep. Right. So if we're talking to CEOs again about what it is that matters and what you should be spending time and, and money on, that front-end user interface is huge. Absolutely Indeed. huge. Right. So get your seven seconds down, you know, get a four-minute pitch down, and then also uh, as you conflate these things, make sure that somebody can understand it just by looking at it. The other winner, uh, big winner, there were two big winners out of the final six. Yes. And the other big winner was something called Bazimply, which is a an hourly employee, employee management system. I mean, think mm-hmm. restaurants. Right. Think, think McDonald's who can deploy yeah. an entire workforce or, and manage them with a mobile app. Or your local sandwich shop. You right. Know, not even a big thing right. um, like a McDonald's or a Starbucks. But it was, again, it was on mobile. So the images on the screen, as they described the solution, were a large picture of a... Um, you know, people behind the counter at a restaurant or mm-hmm. a deli, and then superimposed this screen capture on a smartphone of what the interface looked like and how easy it was to use, mm-hmm. and how um, and also showing the employees looking at it as well as the business owner because the beauty of this uh, situation, this this app, is that it is speaks to both. It allows the employees to manage uh, their time. Uh, with the work and tell let the business owner do what they're doing you know mm-hmm. think think what's app for right. hourly employees right. and then it lets the um, employers be able to track their employees much more easily and capture all the data in one place so so it's solving a huge problem by the way they started their um, statement of the problem was that 60% of the world's employees are hourly and mm-hmm. there is no common platform to manage them simple straightforward yes. here's the problem we're solving Mm-hmm. and um, very, very elegantly done, and I'm not surprised they won. 
Mm-hmm. And again, we wor- walked through the uh, six essential steps, and sure enough, they had a base of paying customers who were mm-hmm. buying and using this. So um, mm-hmm. the display is very important, the ease of use is very important, and the uh, traction, having paying customers, is, is very important. Mm-hmm. So before they even got to traction or paying customers, and that is really traction, right? When you have a paying customer, you've proven you can sell it, and that somebody thinks it's worthwhile at that price. So every other kind of traction, well, that's nice. But yeah, you want to win, you get to paying customers. And that's kind of, you know, want to win on a number of levels, not just from a stage. Uh, But uh, before they got there, they got to a distribution um, slide, Uh, something about the distribution channel. It's how they're getting it out to be sold. Um, How did that look that might differentiate, you know, the wheat from the chaff here? In terms of distribution for this? um, For anything. For, For any of them. This was an app. You know, mm-hmm. so they sold it as an app. It's yep. um, meant to be used over smartphones, um, mm-hmm. available from the App Store. Um, mm-hmm. um, so that's uh, how they distributed that one, and they went straight to the um, the store owners, and the shop owners, and the cafe owners. Okay, so they did non-scalable things first. They went door to door and mm-hmm. said, "Try my app." Exactly right, and it's cheap enough that they tried the app. Okay, and the second thing is, do they have subscription-based model um, on that app? It is a subscription-based model, that's right. Right, so that's pretty cool, and so they have a nice revenue stream. Um, But the third one is, uh, once you've done the non-scalable stuff walking door-to-door, how did they describe how they reached the entire world of, you know, hourly worker business owners, (laughs) you know? How do they get there Um, in in terms of of getting to these guys? Are they doing email campaigns? Are they doing you know, uh, advertising on, you know, Google searches. I mean, how did they yes, describe yes, it? Yes, yes, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, but advertising they to becomes get, right. very important. So they managed to get all that information in within that four minutes. Well, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, again, I'm assuming that um, I didn't see this particular pitch, so I'm assuming they had this on the uh, screen behind them as well as being able to discuss it. Yes. Yes. Okay, so super tight stuff. You can read it, you can hear it, and the distribution channel is clear, and it's global before you get to the next stage. Again, if you have a really small market, you're more of a lifestyle business, and it's kind of time to get on with that um, rather than trying to pitch for uh, investment in a large company. Okay, so then they get to uh, pricing and the ease of buying. Talk about the importance of ease of buying, maybe. How did that really differentiate itself? You know, again, cutting the men from the boys there. I think our two winners are really good examples of it because neither the um, the farmers, who, mm-hmm. who the ranchers, whatever they call them in each country, mm-hmm. uh, they're not people who typically use a lot of uh, in-depth software. That's, right. that's They don't um, need to know how to do things. In fact, one of the questions was... Um, uh, how, how do you help the farmers understand the issues that are raised by your uh, your your Fitbit on the cow? And they mm-hmm. said, no, we don't even tell them what's wrong. We just tell them what to do. They move straight oh, from um, here. You're you're hurt. This cow's losing weight, and it said, go and you know. Uh, Make sure that it needs it needs to be tested for diseases. It needs to be this, that, or the other. Um, but they they went straight into what to do. They didn't stop mm-hmm. at at ha- having to explain. And I think a lot of times in technology, with particularly with technology tools, we explain too much. We don't go straight to how to solve the problem. Um, the Bazimply one, the uh, hourly employee one, um, was again. You have uh, uh, small shop owners, deli owners, gift store owners, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. They don't really know. You know, they don't want to know much about technology. They don't want a dense dashboard or interface. They just mm-hmm. want to know 
What are the employees doing? How long are they working? What do I owe them? You know, very simple stuff. Mm -hmm. So the presentation was very, very simple. So the ease of buying, they removed as many barriers as they could to the um, to the process of buying. You know, if it was a simple mm -hmm. SaaS, it was one price based on, I think in the uh, employee one, on number of employees you know, right. per month. Uh, based on the herd one, on number of cows. <laughs> you know, right. very, very simple. They didn't have mm -hmm. different pricing levels. They didn't. They didn't make them think. Yes, I think that is probably the, the crux of it, uh, the simplicity of how to price it um, so nobody has to think about it. That's number one. And number two, uh, don't talk to them about all kinds of problems and things. Only talk to them about what to do. You got a problem? Do this. Right. <laughs> I like that. All right, we're going to take another break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to run down some numbers again here at Web Summit so you get a sense of what this monstrous event looked like, and um, you can go find more about it at WebSummit.com. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end -end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm here with Ann Kennedy. And tell me, uh, run down those numbers again. You said 60,000 companies applied to be able to uh, present, at the, well, not present, but to uh, actually kind of have a booth space. It wasn't really That's a right. booth. It was just a few feet worth of space on a, on a row of, uh, you know, uh, just cardboard and plywood and stuff like that. But um, so 60,000 companies said, can I exhibit? And how many got into exhibit? 2,141. Excellent. And from the 2,141, 200 companies got to pitch from stages, right? That's correct. They were called the top 100 early stage or top 100 mid-stage 
um, startups on the planet. Right. And they're, quote, most exciting startups on the planet. What would make them most exciting? And I think that would be about global um, markets, but also their potential. That's the things we took away from the stage. Yes. And the, and the mm -hmm. idea, there were the hundred best or 200 best ideas mm -hmm. uh, among these uh, right. companies that had either raised, I think the Alpha Group was uh, raised up to $500,000 and That's the right. Beta Group was up, up to $3, three million. million. Yeah. Right. So it, they, they were not um, absolutely bare startups. They had some investment, um, mm -hmm. which was one of the things that I think defined it. But I'm really impressed with the group that took these 60,000 applicants, you know, the, mm -hmm. the uh, leadership at Web Summit, that they were able to drill down. And honestly, from the companies I saw, that there wasn't a dud among them. Right. I agree. And I think that they have some serious rigor about it. And I believe that the first thing they ask is, what is the size of this market? Yeah. Right. If you're solving a global problem, as you said, they described the problem and they told you how it was global. Right. Globalize it. So um, if the size of the problem is big enough, you are you have a shot at being in that group and everything else slide by slide falls from there. So before we uh, sign off today, let's go back to that slide that you've got that said the six things that were part of every winning pitch, because these are the six things that make the company the most exciting company on the planet. What are those six things? And may I also say, perhaps the most exciting company to walk into that particular VC's office that day. That's Or true. that year. Or that Or year. that decade. Okay. <laughs> okay. You describe the problem in, in, in a global sense. Right. Make it lifted up large. Um, mm -hmm. Secondly, you demonstrate a solution. And the solution must be incredibly elegant and simple. So simple that you can understand it from an audience without having it explained to you for more than about 30 seconds. Well, I think of it like the duck. Here, yes. It looks very smooth on top, or the swan. Right. Since we're in England, we talk mm -hmm. about the queen swans. Uh, but, you know, the feet are paddling madly under the water. But yes. at the top, it looks smooth. It <laughs> right. looks very elegant. Uh, and I think uh, Apple was brilliant at that. You know, mm -hmm. if you look at uh, Apple design and technology, it's yes. all smooth and elegant with a whole lot of horsepower going on underneath. So That's right. Um, <laughs> the third was the distribution. How are you going to get this product in front of your intended market? Mm -hmm. um, they all described that, all the winning ones. Mm -hmm. um, and they had a global distribution as yeah. well. They could scale that distribution in a heartbeat. Right. And that, I think, is absolutely critical. If you have to put shoe leather to the ground, you've got kind of a problem. Right. Or mm -hmm. run a call center of 5,000 people. You know, it's not right. It's not, it's not going to work. Um, and then um, the, uh, they all described their pricing and ease of buying. And here again, the pricing was uh, uniformly elegant and simple. There were not mm -hmm. five levels of pricing. It was down to, at most, three, um, mm -hmm. but more often, one. Right. Uh, method of pricing to keep right. it simple. And when you think about it, one method of pricing being so simple is also the most um, refined um, because it's dynamic pricing. If I have one cow, I pay one price. And if I have two cows, I pay twice. And if I have 20 cows, right? Yeah. It, you just make it so simple. So, uh, yeah, that's good. And that's personalization. And then right after uh, pricing, of course, is revenue. They mm -hmm. all had revenue. They all had paying customers. They all talked about their paying customers. Mm -hmm. They, the winning ones, indicated how their uh, paying customer base was growing. Mm -hmm. you know, that was the traction they were showing. But they right. all had paying customers. I think you, this would not be a place to go and try and succeed with just a great idea. I totally agree. 
people totally are, are asking more hard questions. Mm -hmm. One of the things I noted at Web Summit was uh, the, everybody was classified into different groups by mm -hmm. bands. We had wristbands. You know, there mm -hmm. were uh, exhibitors, there was media, like for uh -huh. CEO coach, uh, there were investors. But I noticed um, more than once on this very, very crowded show floor of all these uh, thousands of startups with their little booth-ets, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, their demonstrations and their talking, there were investors walking through there and they turned their name badges around because those two were color-coded. But you could tell who they were by their wristbands. Mm -hmm. And some of them would pull those sleeves down so you couldn't see it. But they were walking through incognito, um, right. cruising the floor, looking for ideas. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say on balance, if you have an idea that is ripe enough, um, it's, per it's definitely worth going to be at Web Summit, which next year will be in Lisbon. Yes, that's right. They're moving from Dublin to Lisbon next year. So uh, we should uh, consider that as well. We're going to wrap it up here at CEO Coach today. If you want to learn more about Web Summit, go check out WebSummit.com. It's quite the event. And uh, not for those who have, you know, a fear of crowds. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> oh, and did we, we mention we spread over about a half mile radius from yes, one end to the other? That's absolutely right. Yeah, um, so bring comfortable walking shoes. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our sponsors uh, at webmasterradio.fm for their support, and you can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. Again, facebook.com slash podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you're out there, and tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. We'll try to get them on here for you. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. You can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at OutlinesVenture.com. Till next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business -business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.